This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. We are the Sinful Ladies. Join Miss Sin and Lady Croft as we talk about all the sinful subjects you can think of. She's always wanted to just do that, and I'm like, mm-mm. No. Well, it's one of those, I just need to warm up my throat, you know. I have to, what, I saw a meme on, on Facebook the other day. It said, I have to open my throat chakra to give my man the gluck gluck 9,000 experience later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, that is my chakra. Woo woo. You know, Too just funny. Open up those throat muscles and sing. Okay. There's Hi. That. Hi, guys. Welcome back. If you don't know us, why don't you know us? You're about to know us really, really well. You're about to know. You're gonna know. You, you bet to know. You're about to know. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna know. Anyways, we are the Sinful Ladies. Yes, we are. I'm Lady Croft. And I am Miss Sin. And we are the bestest best prans ever. And we're sexy ladies who like to talk and go on ADD threat talk. Yes. Stuff with dicks and mouths. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, I said the Gluck Gluck 9000 and now my, my throat's going, okay, yes, where? Mm-hmm. Where, 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 where is the dick? Mm-hmm. Yep, we're ready. Mm-hmm. There's some little ones right there. I know, but that's too little. <laughs> Like I, I, I need, I, I need a bigger one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like throwing my thoughts towards Don mentally right now. Like, come in, come in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's <laughs> no, no. I mean, he smacked down Scooby earlier. I mean. he, a- apparently, and I quote, um, <laughs> what, what, what did, what did he say? Uh, bitch needed talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got him a little Scooby thing that has a little sign in his mouth that says Rut Row because he always likes to say his, his dick talks to him like Scooby. Rut Row Raggy, there's crazy pussy over there. Yeah. So it was knocked over. I was like, what happened? Did Scoob back talk? And he was like, mm hmm, bitch need a talking to. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe that's. Never mind. <laughs> It's one of those. Maybe he was hitting Scoop instead of hitting his dick. Like the dick was talking to him about going after some other crazy pussy, and he was like, "No," but he couldn't. Like, doesn't doesn't want to hurt himself. Maybe just you know, just got to take it out, take it out on Scoop. Oh man! So So there's that. There is that. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode. Please welcome, stay tuned welcome. for the rest of the shit show. <laughs> I mean, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. Let's be real honest. Both of us. What was it the other day? We're, oh, it was back when we had our girls' night. Mm-hmm. What did I say that you turned and looked at me and you're like, and this is why I fucking love you? What did I say? I don't remember. I don't fucking remember either. <laughs> but I had you rolling. I, all I know is because it was just. Were we sitting at the dinner table or were we sitting on the couch? We were on the couch. And it was regarding the show. Something happened on the show, and it was just, hmm. I don't know. It was probably it was probably one of the sex scenes, let's be real. Probably. 
I don't remember. They have some sex scenes. Oh my god, it killed me when you were like, "Hey, okay, bub, bub, you just just close your eyes. You're too young to see this right now." Because <laughs> their youngest son was at home while we were having our girls' night, and he wasn't even paying any attention. He had an earbud in and was watching a video on his phone. He's like, "Huh?" And it's like, "Just just put your head down, dude. Just put your head back down. Don't look this way." Oh my goodness! It behooves you not to. Yeah, just just you didn't know. Just just look down. It's fine. This this is your mom and I's eye candy right now. Okay, just just. Don't just don't. <laughs> he just he went with it pretty pretty well. He just all right. I mean, he was roasting roasting Don before <laughs> before Don left. <laughs> it was funny. We all kind of ganged up on him a little bit. It was kind of funny. That was. I mean that. Ride. Yeah. <laughs> you can't ride a horse. Because I, I said, well, because I, I said, I said, you just, you know, can can you know ride out of here in the same horse you rode in on or whatever. <laughs> he just pipes up, you can't ride a horse. And Don just turns around with this look on his face, like, how dare you betray me and take their side? I was like, dude, you get Texas Roadhouse rolls for that. Like, how many you want? Ah, <laughs> right. uh, it was it was hilarious. It really fucking was. Mm, too oh, funny man. so we've got kind of a serious topic today oh dun 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 wow so this one so what just... is this topic well uh the title is wife wants to stop swinging wanting advice on how to reach a mutual agreement and avoid resentment so yeah that's some, that's a sticky situation it's a sticky wicket <laughs> it's a sticky wicket so uh, it says my wife 28 female and I 28 male have started swinging about a year ago and have had amazing experiences and made some great friends along the way we were on the same page about compersion which compersion if you don't know what that is is feeling joy or happiness at seeing your partner happy with someone else Mm -hmm. Um, and how fun the lifestyle has been until recently About two months ago, she started expressing hesitations with the lifestyle, saying she was feeling overwhelmed and it wasn't as sexy to her as when we first started. Of course, I asked her what I could do to help. And after talking it out, we decided to put a pause on matching or chatting with new couples, but would still be open to continuing to hang out and play with the few we had already established relationships and trust with. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to now, and she has basically lost all interest in the lifestyle. How how far is to now? Like Um, from two months from two months ago when she first started having this to now. So this is two months later. She's basically lost all interest in the lifestyle. In addition to what she told me before about being overwhelmed and not as into it, she says her heart and slash God is telling her it's not right. We we both grew up in very Christian households where we learned that there are consequences to sin. I personally don't feel the same conviction she does for a number of reasons. Um, She is still open to hanging out platonically with our LS friends, but makes it clear each time that nothing sexual is happening. Again, I respect her completely, and I'm not that asshole that would try to get her drunk in the moment or coerce her into doing it or make her feel bad. Mm -hmm. I would choose her over the lifestyle every time. However, I still very much enjoy the lifestyle and feel like it has slowly become a part of my sexuality. And stopping cold turkey has been really difficult for me. If I'm being honest, I have felt a bit of resentment over it. 
if anyone has gone through this before, you know, is there a way forward for in the lifestyle for us? Like we've maintained our open and honest conversation and she's open to continuing the conversation, but I'm not sure how to approach it without seeming coercive and getting us to a mutual understanding that can make us both happy. Mm-hmm. That is tough. That's very difficult. So for example, like with Don and I, um, 12 plus years in the lifestyle. Um, and, and, it, and it is very typical of, for lack of better words, newbies. Mm-hmm. And typically I want to say a newbie is anything under three years. Agreed. Agreed. Um, because it takes time to, to develop who you are and how to handle it and to have some experiences. And mm-hmm. so it takes time. It, you can't just happen. Oh, I'm not new after six months. No, you're still new. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward for us, 12 plus years, um, probably, I don't even know if it's been probably about maybe three, four years ago, I took some time off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you just recently started getting back into the swing of things and because you were not really involved at all when I first came on the scene three right. years ago. Yeah. I was just kind of getting back into that. Um, and it was still slow. But, but but even then you weren't really, I mean, it was just, you were there in a um, like admin kind of capacity mm-hmm. versus a, you Unless know. it was with Dawn and right, that right. kind. Um, so, um, I, I was trying to think, my brain kind of stopped for a second. Um, so when you're newbies, you tend to go full force and hard. I mean, and what I mean by that is. And that we call that the newbie frenzy. Yes. And, and it's very much where you try to meet with someone every weekend, maybe even on the weekdays and, and you're meeting new couples all the time. And you may feel like you have to attend every single lifestyle event that pops up. Mm-hmm. Like every weekend, and, multiple times a week. And it's not even that you have to. It's you're so excited you <coughs> want to. Exactly. And um, so over the course of, you know, the years that Don and I, we had the newbie frenzy for a while. And then we kind of found our groove and we were just going on. Well... Lifestyle can be hard. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of coming up with duds. I was tired of dealing with it. Be this drama or that drama. And it wasn't even bad drama. It was just... It was just drama and you just didn't want to deal with it. And and, and it, Or it was... If I was trying to date someone, <clears throat> not even have a poly with them, it would, it would be to the effect of... Um, oh... Something to the degree of they'd get too, too, I don't want to say needy, but too needy. Mm-hmm. And what do, what do you mean you can't do this? Or what do you mean you don't do that? Well, I have kids at home. I have work. I've got, you know, or you didn't answer my text fast enough. Or, you know, and I'm just like, no, but now, don't get me wrong. That can happen in relationships. Yes. Well, I asked you this, but how come? Okay. There's a difference when you are in a poly relationship. 
versus just swinging. Right. And being play partners with someone. Right. The expectation of a quick response is typically something that you would feel, or as Polly feels, I feel, you Mm -hmm. feel, a quick response should come before one that, so say, for example, Dawn has, say, five girls. Mm Mm-hmm. Those who get the quicker response are the ones who's had a dynamic, who has had time, who has had, mm-hmm. and those who are just coming on may not get as quick of a response or may get well, put on the back burner, for lack of better words. Because well, and it's not even necessarily like even response time. Sometimes it's, well, hang on, how come you're going to that event with this person? Because I wanted to go with you. Yeah. And well, okay, you're my play partner. And Yes, and you sh- and she's my girl. And and yes, you asked if I was going to that first and I said I wasn't sure, but I'm going to go with my wife. I'm going to go with my husband. I'm going to go with, you know, an established partner. You know, because it's one of those things because for us anyway, you and I both, we operate in a hierarchy. Um when it comes to poly and also when it comes to swinging. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in that, you know, we have people that we put first and right and and they and they deserve it because they one you've made that connection mm-hmm. to they've put in the time and the effort into uh-huh. you into the relationship into what it is that you two are creating i mean a perfect example honestly um so um the last weekend that Don and I went down to OKC, we ended up meeting LNT for dinner mm-hmm. and things like that. And Don had asked if I wanted to meet someone else that was down there. And I said, honestly, no, I really want to see LNT mm-hmm. because I've known them for years. I love them. I love our established relationship with them. It's easy, it's comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and this other person, not that I, you know, don't don't, you know care about them and like them I just don't have the depth of that relationship with that person yet you know even on a friendship level or play Mm -hmm. partner level you know at this point so you know L&T have been you know play partners of Gabe and I for you know since we started and you know I it's one of those honestly if I'm gonna you know probably just go down and play with you know just anybody at a random club it's gonna be somebody that I already have a somewhat established relationship with I'm not usually the person that's gonna be like Oh my God, you're so hot. I'm going to go fuck you right now. Like, but that has been that, for ha- that, that has happened before. <laughs> yeah. Like that, it's not to say that it won't happen. Like that has happened before, but typically, but typically like it's going to be those, you know, well-established, right. You know, people like L and T because they are such good friends and as you well guys as don't see L and T all the time. You exactly. do want to make that point to be with them because they mm-hmm. they put time and effort into your relationships as well. Well, exactly. I mean, they come up here all the time to come to meet and greet, support mm-hmm. stuff up here, and right. You know, we like to go down and and see them and support things down there, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just I, I I I I love that relationship. Right. But even though that's not necessarily a poly relationship, it's still a friendship. Well, it's a friendship and yes, it's a play partner swinging relationship. But again, to me, they're higher in my hierarchy, like of friends. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, so with Don and I, um, the whole aspect of when it came down to me, not wanting to me needing to take a break. Um, I was tired of having the run-ins with, 
you know, guys who didn't want to put any kind of effort in or, you know, it became all about them or they wanted you to drop everything that you were doing and come over and mm -hmm. fuck them right then when it was convenient for them. Right. And and then that's then that's if they even put the effort in during that time, playtime. Oh, God. So and I was just getting burnt out of uh, all of it. Well, just because all. you were you were putting out a bunch and not getting anything back. Right. And it was just, it was just, and, so, and I didn't, I realized my, my phrasing there was really terrible. You were putting out a bunch and not getting anything right. back. But, te but technically, not, not like, <laughs> technically, I, mean, I, I was, I was more like putting out your energy and not getting right. energy back. replenished is what I meant. But, but, but at the same time, at the same, sorry, <laughs> I, like, I just realized what I said. I was like, oh You're Lord. You're calling me a hoe. I mean... I'm a hoe, you a hoe. <laughs> we all a hoe. It's all good. But so what it came down to is Don could feel some of that starting to change. And I don't want to say he was annoyed with it. But at the same time, I wasn't. He kept saying, do we need to be done? I'm like, no. But what it came down to is I didn't want to close the door on it permanently. Right. I, and so it took You me just a, wanted to hit the pause button for you. Yes. And and so what it came down to was me literally having to think about what was, because he's like, okay, what's going on? Why are you not wanting to do this? And you don't seem interested. And I'm like, because th there's not really, and the people that were coming around weren't that interesting to me at the time. And sure, making friends, but, you know, it just wasn't happening. Yeah. And so finally I had to just say, you know what, here's the deal. You go do you with this. And I said, I'm not trying to sound rude with that. You go do I'm just going to take a break. And when I'm ready, I'll let you know. Because I'm not going to, I'm not trying to shut the door on this. I'm not, well, and you I'm not wanna, saying And you don't want to force anything either. Right. To feel like. I have to go play. And then I start having resentment it, towards exactly. Dawn even. Because then I, now I feel like, because he's like, I never want to force you to do anything you want to do. Exactly. And, and which is great. Because I would, then that would definitely be no, we're done. If you're forcing me. Yeah. Um. But it was never that. It was, he's like, but you did have a good time. And it's like, what I think it is, I think I just need a break. And he's like, okay, so we'll, we'll just be done. I was like, no, no, I said, I'm not saying we need to be done. And it, it took us a while to communicate that. I said, what I'm saying is I, me, not us, need a break. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, you've got your poly girlfriend and go have fun. Mm -hmm. I'm Okay. And it took and, him, and he had to learn to trust that. Yes, he did. It took him a long time to actually trust him, because then he was like, "Why don't you go out?" Well, the one time I went out, I came back and I had a story of I couldn't go out. The bartender had to rescue yes. you because there was yes. it was like a freaking meat market for you. And I think VT has kind of seen some of that. Not that it was a necessarily meat market in that per se, but he's like, "You really do get more attention than I had put out to mm -hmm. that." And I, and, he, and I said, he goes, and you don't, you're not trying to bring it on. You're not trying uh -uh. to be this. It just happens. Mm -hmm. But I have that energy of people. And like people my, gravitate to you. Yes. They do. Not, not, not all of them are trying to be, uh, you know, hit on or nothing like no. that. But people do gravitate toward me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the energy that I put out. Mm -hmm. And because it's good energy. Yeah. And so people do. Yeah. And because and, BT and I were out one time and matter of fact, the last weekend we had, we went swimming, and I, him and I were walking, 
And this lady literally darts in front of him, basically almost making him fall. And she's like, I just wanted to stop and tell you that I absolutely love your tattoos. You're just a beautiful tattoo work. And I'm like, well, thank you. I just, I just had to stop. And he's standing there like, what happened? <laughs> you know? And like, then, like, what the heck? And then there was one other time that we had a whole weekend. And we had gone and seen the freak show. And it was nothing for people to s- just sit and talk to me about hair or ink or my nails or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's like, this really does happen a lot, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And so when he's heard some of these stories, he's like, I can see that now. You know, it's not that I ever dis- discredited what you were saying, but it's becoming more. It's, and, it's different hearing about it and then seeing it. Yes. And it, I don't ever realize half the time it's all going on until it's already happened. Mm-hmm. And it happens so much that I don't always. But it's the negative energy that I'm aware of because then my. Well, because it saps your good energy that you're putting well, out. Well, that and my red flags go up immediately. I'm a person that as soon as I come across, I, I could walk towards somebody and my my energy will change. And then it'll be like, ooh, red flag, red flag. Ooh, no, no, just keep on going. And that's when I start mm-hmm. being very alert to my surroundings and what's going on because I'm mm-hmm. that kind of a person. It also probably has a lot to do with my past. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes me on high alert, but it's also made me a very good judge of character. Yes. Um, I, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. But in the long story of that, I decided to take time off and Don was like, yeah, I, you know, go out, have fun. Go, what are you going to do? Don't just sit at home. Go do this. Go do that. And, and I looked at him and went, quit telling me what to do with my time off. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I was like, every time you're gone, you go see your girlfriend. You tell me I need to go do this. I need to go do that. And I need to. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you're just going to sit at home? Yes. I like that. <laughs> I, I told him, I said, I know that most only children cannot just sit at home. Mm-hmm. They have a harder time self-soothing because they've not had all the energy of a brothers and sisters and, and all of that. Me? I can do this mm-hmm. i will piddle around the house doing i honestly think it, it's it's both you either only children either love to be alone and can do it no problem and can sometimes mm-hmm. be too much alone mm-hmm. like like or, my my bet one of my best friends my brother mm-hmm. or you could go the opposite direction and you don't want to be alone because you, you were alone so much so you can either self-soothe or you can not self-soothe mm-hmm. i can self-soothe Mm-hmm. And I can be I can be home all dang day, have nothing to do, mm-hmm. and I will piddle around the house. I'll take a nap. I'll watch a movie. I'll do the, heck yeah. And I or or even me, I'll go skating by myself. I'll go to the movies by myself. I'll go kayaking by myself. I can do things. I'll go sit in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, it could be a fancy one, and I'll sit there. And there's been I, like for one time, I went to the movies. Two different situations in the movies. <laughs> Cracks me up. The one time this gentleman, well, ma'am, are you here alone? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and? <laughs> he was like, this is the first time I've gone to a movie by myself. I don't know what to do. This is so weird. I'm like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> it's old hat. <laughs> well, then there was the other time at the movies that I go by myself and I get involved in the movie. Oh, no. Have you heard the story? No, I haven't. <laughs> I get involved in the movie. And were you talking to the screen? 
I do that anyway. <laughs> well, I, I know, but like loudly talking to the screen because you were involved in the movie? Because you know I do this anyway. <laughs> I did do that. However, I was, it was kind of a suspenseful movie. Oh. And it was not an empty movie. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you say your phrase? Did you say your, oh, fuck me. No. Okay, because that, that I would die. I legit hit the guy next to me. Oh, my God, did you see that? And he's like, <laughs> he looked at me. And all of a sudden, I hear the wife dying laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. <laughs> because I legit smacked him on the arm. And I must have gotten more into his space than I realized because I was leaning to the side. Like, oh, like, yeah. like you were like, kind of like, oh, leaning, well, leaning towards him. Like, oh, I don't know about this. You've seen me in the movies where mm-hmm. I, I curl up. I, I legit... I'm like mm-hmm. at home. I curl up with my blanket on the chair and I'm... She brings her blanket into the movie theater, folks. Yes, I do. And Which I, apparently I... Had, okay, I'd never experienced this till I went to a movie with Sin. And the first time we did it, she pulls out her bag and she pulls out the blanket and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I look over and there's other people doing it too and I'm like, what the I, hell? Like, is this like a new trend that I never caught on I to before? I, what the heck I is this? I started that. <laughs> Because I looked over and I was like, what the hell? Like, she's pulling out a blanket too. Okay. Apparently, we're bringing our blankets to the movies now. All right. I, I think I started that trend. But anyways, because um, I've done this for years. Years. But I must have gotten close enough. I had my arm on his armrest. And not just yours. It was. No. And the poor guy just was letting me do it. And. I know every once in a while I'd see him look over at me, which I didn't care because people looking, you know, when people are into mm-hmm. movies, you watch like, ah, you can. I didn't. But then I. It didn't register that I was in his space. <laughs> he was like, uh, do you need something? Legit. What's going on? And then when I hit him, like, oh my God, did you see that? And he went, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't, yeah, I did. When he said, yeah, it didn't comprehend until I heard the wife going, <laughs> He's probably like, like, what is she doing? Well, help me. I think he went, like, <laughs> babe, help me. <laughs> and she's, I laugh, and I look over, like, oh my god, I am so sorry. <laughs> she's done. She goes, it's okay. She goes, that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. She's like, the best part was literally when you smacked him. <laughs> oh my goodness. And he looks at me. He goes, she does it all the time. So I kind of felt at home. <laughs> Kind of felt at home. Oh my but, goodness! But it was, but it was just the, the that that funny thing. Mm-hmm. So, but you're you're comfortable being on now. Right. My my question is, is the wife truly wanting to get out, mm-hmm. or is she wanting a break? Right, and and leaving you know. that open to her because, like with Don, he's like, okay, are you sure? And then it took me a while to understand. Yes. She's she's actually okay with this. Mm-hmm. And then he let me do it. And then when I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start, you know, kind of going back into this. And um, and he was okay. If, if that's what you want to do, you're ready. Okay, okay, cool. You know? And, but what what it was, I, I, I think too, is him having to understand. And then be okay with himself to go, are you sure you're okay with me going out? Yes. Well, because he wanted to make sure that the clear communication was out there, that it wasn't a, you're saying you're okay, but then you're not really okay right. with it. But, you know, that and, kind of a thing. So, and I'm not doing, he's not doing, doing this going to get get in trouble. Well, and especially because, and I'm wondering if she needs a break because especially saying she was feeling overwhelmed. 
Right. And it wasn't as sexy to her as when we first started. Because being overwhelmed can be a lot. And and so it makes me wonder if the frenzy's wearing off for her, mm-hmm. but it's not quite wearing off for the husband yet. Right. Well, and it, and, and, and it and, may not even necessarily be the frenzy, right. but if they're still attending events and going out as often as they were mm-hmm. when they first started, right? Because they've only been doing this for a year, right? If you're doing it as often as you when you first started, I can completely understand feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. feeling burnout, and feeling but, tired. But even like you've said, there's no way you could go back because this is your lifestyle. This yeah. is your life. This yeah. this is part. If, of- if I if I could go back. Like to high school me, mm-hmm. like even honestly, probably like child me and let myself know at an early age that monogamy was not the only way that it had to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever would have chosen to be monogamous ever. And and you also would have looked at your relationships back then differently. Well, y- honestly, because because you might not have chosen some of the people you actually dated because then they're con- you would have seen their mm-hmm. controlling factors a little bit sooner. Well, and. Honest and again, like looking back at all my relationships, I feel like I was always polyamorous because in I wanted both. I wanted Gabe, but I also wanted these other, you know, people to, you know, date and mm-hmm. see as well. But he was the most important one to me. Right. You know, like and that this this is a, a kind of sad statistic for me, honestly. Um, but I cheated on every single boyfriend I ever had mm-hmm. with Gabe. <laughs> because Gabe was the one. Yeah, because I and I, I literally told him, I said, I will take whatever you will give me. Right. Let any I I don't care. Because he you're what I want. He was the one I wanted. Right. And I, I you know, I didn't care if I just needed to be, you know, a fuck buddy or a friend or whatever like I no, he was my person and I no, that that was what I wanted but looking back on it if I had been able to be open about being you know no like I kind of want to date multiple people you know like I think Mm -hmm. I'm non-monogamous right you know I think that could have you know again been easier but then going down and looking at, at at you know the issue is that okay she's lost all interest but now she's not overwhelmed. She's also saying her heart and God is telling her it's not right. Right. So. And, and there's no judgment on that. There's no judgment on that. My question, though, um, to the husband is. Do you feel like do you feel like she is saying that her heart's not in it because she wants you to stop too? Mm-hmm. Or is it, or is it is is it true conviction? Right, you, you know, because there to me there's a difference. There is a difference because if she's trying to use that as kind manipulation. of manipulation, exactly, because she doesn't feel that she can just say, "I want you to be done." Right, you know, and and if she does feel convicted, and it's okay with you doing it. You know, and that's that's kind of where that door needs to open and say, because he asks, how do I continue on with this? Uh, and then you need to say, is it is it really that you is it conviction for you or is it conviction for us? Or is it mm-hmm. something that you just want me out of? Or do you not want to share anymore? Or is it something that 
you're open to the fact that, hey, you can go play as long as you know that I'm, you're still always going to be my number one. Well, and exactly. And those are where these the, those conversations need to happen because mm-hmm. it's a you know, you've said I will I would choose her over the lifestyle every time. But if I'm being honest, he's felt a little bit of resentment over stopping cold turkey. Right. I can understand that resentment mm-hmm. stopping cold turkey. If Gabe were to come to me today and say, we, we need to be done right now. Like, mm-hmm. we need to be done. It would be extraordinarily hard for me to right. be done. I would do it because I love him. I don't think he would ever ask that of me. And mm-hmm. I know I would never ask that of him. Exactly. That's how dumb they are. But at the same time, it would be like, like looking at it now, if I had to stop, you know, swinging, okay, stop being, you know, doing kinky things with, you know, other people, <sighs> like that's going to be a little harder, but stop being poly and, and, end what I have with Dawn, that I, mm, that would be the hardest thing right. for me, you know, and, and again, and it's one of those. You don't want to feel resentment towards your person, towards your person, because you love her and you want to make her happy. But at the same time, you also have to honor what you need and what you want and who you are. And so it's one of those you need to have a conversation. Would she be open to her taking a break Mm -hmm. and you still being involved but maybe with different parameters right and there's no timeline on how long she has to take a break mine was a three-year break yeah and it doesn't it doesn't have to be a certain amount of time at Mm -hmm. all and i was okay with that Mm -hmm. and then when i kind of i was like you know i think i think i think i might want to get back into this yeah i think i might want to try again Mm -hmm. and you know now i have a poly relationship that's going well Mm -hmm. and um BT and the BG. Mm-hmm. And I'll have you know, I only baby draft once on our last date. I'm so proud of you. Because he even made the comment, you know, I don't think you baby draft at all. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Good job. It's, you know, it, and I, I really appreciate that you're asking, how do you approach her without using coercive language? Because that is a very subtle thing that can happen yes. with language. Because you may not intend to word things to make other people feel guilty or to sway them in a certain mm-hmm. way. But subconsciously, sometimes we do that anyway. We don't we don't think like right. our conscious thoughts don't don't think about it in that so um, I would say on that situation, though, it would it would need to be something where you'd say, OK, let's sit down and talk about this. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on? Is it you need a break or we need a break? Mm-hmm. Is it the conviction on you it, and not trying to converse it one way or another, but to, to find out where her thought process is? Are you jealous because I'm I'm mm-hmm. having a better time than you are with this or are you? And my other question would be, when you have when you guys have been playing and started out, are you guys because the still connecting? Well, because it says we started we decided to put a pause on matching chatting with new couples. So are you guys full swap same room mm-hmm. kind of thing? Would she be open to solo play mm-hmm. things like that? Because if you guys have only been you know playing together, I can see how she's like, nope, like th- this is a I stop we stop right. 
you know, thing. So, you know, it, it's and, one and of those. That's, and that's a lot of times people, if I want to stop, then you need to stop. And they expect you to, which I completely understand. But is it because, what is the reasoning behind that? And, and there is a thought process behind it, whether they want to admit well, it or not. And and I, I would also encourage you to ask, ask her why did why and when did she start feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. like what caused the overwhelmed feeling and, and like me it was it was the constant all the time trying to talk to new people and i was mm-hmm. just it was just too much which then i realized too that that's that's when i also was like i don't have to be on all the social medias i don't mm-hmm. have to check in on all these things and so when i was like but when i come back i'm going to do it my way well and that could be a thing if she's not the more chatty of the two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let him do the chatting. Right. And then she pops in when if, she wants, you know, yeah, when she wants or if needed kind of a thing. And, and it might be one of those things where they become more of an open marriage instead of um, your traditional open, swingers, you right. know, where it's we only play together, you know, together or, or however, you know, because especially if. And the thing too is is to make sure like like what you and and Gabe have started doing is making sure you continue on with your date nights. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that I think um, overwhelmed me. It was it became so much that we weren't making the time like we used to. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about that. We're like, okay, we'll start going back to that. Mm-hmm. And then it also me going, okay, wait, I don't need it as much as we were doing it. So I'm like, okay, so how about we do it when I feel like I'm like, uh, I need a me night. Mm-hmm. And n- now now it's more like we just kind of do that once a month and we, whether we need it or not, because mm-hmm. sometimes I need it and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like certain types of sex. Sometimes you need it, sometimes you don't. Right. Sometimes I need you just to get in here and fuck the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And, and other then, times I need you to make love to me. Right. Slowly. Sensually. Yes. Make me cry from all my orgasms. I've only done that once. And oh my God, that was an amazing night. Sorry. <laughs> just like, I just had a memory flash. <laughs> Getting all hot and bothered now. Yes. Oh my. But, you know, really it's, you need to get to the bottom of why is your wife feeling this way? Right. Like, what, what is behind it? Is it the conversation aspect that's overwhelming, you know, like um, matching, chatting with new couples. Like, is, is that that, you know, aspect that is overwhelming to her? Is it the social aspect? Because think about back before you guys started the lifestyle, which one of you two was more social? I'd bet 10 to one, it's probably you and not her. I'd bet you yeah. were the more social one of the two. It's just like Don and I. If she's more of an introvert, she may need to rebalance that out because she may have been, again, in the newbie frenzy, all excited. Yes, yes. we want to go to everything. We want to do all this. But now she may be depleted and she might need nights at home, mm-hmm. quiet nights curled up with you on the couch watching mm-hmm. a movie right. or, you know, just or not not even watching a movie. You could be watching like some some TV show in the background and you're doing different things, you know, mm-hmm. on your phones or computers or whatever. Gabe and I do that all the time. It's called parallel play. You know, right. he'll be sitting there playing his game on, on the computer. I'll be on my phone, on my coloring app, and we'll have like the office on or something in the background. Mm-hmm. And we're just happy as a clam because we're with each other. Mm-hmm. We're just in the same space. And we just, we like that. Right. And, but you if know, you need a more intimate like, I need you to put down the phone. Then you have to be able to say to that person, can we have a, a, a us night? Mm-hmm. A no one else kind of night? 
Mm-hmm. And that respect should go both ways and be like, yes, let's put our phones down tonight. Let's turn them off or let's do whatever. And maybe not turn them off, but because if you got kids or anything, then you yeah. don't want to have that. But, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. And ask her, you know, is it, do you need more us time? Do you need more, you know, like you time, like alone time? Because again, she has started to identify for herself. She's been missing something. Right. And so that's why she pulled back. And that's self-care for her, mm-hmm. which is good. However... It doesn't mean that there's something missing in your relationship. It, it just yeah, means it, it something doesn't. that she needs... Her cup is empty and she needs it refilled. It will... Exa- for example, like of the two of us, I would say I'm the more extroverted of Gabe and I. Mm-hmm. When Don, you, if, if you If you meet Gabe, though, and how loud and how, oh my God, ah, you know, and how he is, you would think, no, there's no way. But he really likes to stay at home. He likes to be at home. He likes to play, you know, games, board games, video games, whatever. He likes to just, he, he doesn't like large crowds of people and being around, you know, because it saps all of his energy out. Right. He doesn't get any energy back from being in big crowds. Mm-hmm. I'm a little different. I'm, I call myself an ambivert. I have some extroverted tendencies, but I also have some introverted tendencies. That is me. I can be happy in both places. That is me completely. So, <laughs> so in certain situations, I can get some energy back from, you know, larger crowds and places mm-hmm. and, you know, exciting things. But there are other times I'm, I'm just as exhausted and I'm like, nope, I need to stay home too. Right. So and that's just like me. It, it, it's okay. I need to find m- me time. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm extrovert, introvert like you. Um, sometimes the crowds will do it. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes getting out and doing things with people is what I need. Sometimes it's, no, I need, I need some more peace. I need some more quiet. I need something to fill me up. And, and whether it's me going kayaking by myself, Don's always saying, oh, I'm sorry I don't go with you to those things. No, it's okay. I'm not, I'm, I would never force you to do something you don't want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Two, if it's not something you like, I'm not going to force you to sit here yeah. and just be like, oh, my God, this is – because then you're going to have resentment towards me that, okay, well, now i got to fucking do this. No, I don't want that. But if I say I need – give me an hour mm-hmm. because that's how I fill my cup up. It's me going <sighs> – Mm-hmm. Let me fucking just breathe. Mm-hmm. Let me go sit in my closet with my music on and pretend like I'm rearranging my closet. Because mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that for the fucking <laughs> last two years now. Hi. I know. Shush it, woman. D- what? I, all I said was hi. And look but, at you. Um, or if it's going kayaking or swimming or, mm-hmm. hey, BBP, I need you to go skating with me. And whether we talk the whole time or not, then that's what we're going to do. Exactly. Well, know. and... You need to talk to your wife and figure out, okay, is it she's needing her cup refilled right. or is it she's, I'm just done. I, I just, I don't, it's not as fun as I thought or, you know, because again, if, if she truly is feeling like conviction, like, no, okay, my heart, God is saying we need to be done. Okay. Then though that, those are a whole other set of conversations that you right. need to have at that point. Um you know, because then at that point, okay, well, how do you feel about, you know, what all has taken place up until this point? You know, are you feeling guilt, shame, you know, sin, you know, like, like mm-hmm. you, you feel bad because you've, you've committed a sin, that kind of a thing. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that any of this is a sin per se, because honestly, the Bible doesn't talk about monogamy hardly at all. I mean, they talk about many forms of, 
you know, polygamy, polyamory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they, they talk about non-monogamy a lot in the Bible. That's all I'm going to say over that. But, but, you know, even like Don, though, because for those of you who don't know, Don, I used used to be youth pastors oh i know i honestly sometimes i like to get don going on like a religious ls like slant kick and just let him go and just sit and listen because it's just it's so good because he he knows all of the fucking like he knows it all he knows all the arguments and being able to spin all the arguments back around and oh it's just it's, and it's, not spin it in a negative way but no. spin it into the correct thought process well it, it's adding nuance to some of the um, oh, well, what you're doing is against God and, you know, it's a sin and, you know, things like that. He he adds more depth and nuance and asks, basically asks the person he's talking to to think about it in a more, and this is ironic for him, a more color filled and, you know, a, a more multifaceted approach versus just simple black and white. Mm-hmm. And I say this is interesting for him because he's a very black and white thinker. He's a very, a very black <laughs> so, and white thinker, yes. But, like, I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, yeah, you know, he, he does kind of do that. So. My goodness, dogs. I know it. They are having. The puppers are barking. Yes. I bet there's an old couple walking outside. Or or bark, bark, the little bark. one's antagonizing the big one. Yeah, uh, True. True. I could see that too. Yes. But honestly, it all really comes down to having a more in-depth in conversation depth. with Finding out what her feelings are. And if you're worried about using, you know, coercive language, honestly, write down some of your questions beforehand or some of the things you want to talk about and say exactly beforehand. Right. You know, and say, you know, hey, um, you know, I, I'd like to talk about, you know, how you're feeling about the lifestyle and when did this become overwhelming for you? Mm-hmm. You know, um, why are you, know, are you, and just trying to fr- pre, pre-phrase them, I guess I'm trying to say, I don't know what I'm thinking, but like, but basically like, pre- like preempting your thought process. It, it, well, exactly. Because then you have all your questions there written down in front of you, or I mean, heck even like on a note app or something on your phone. So that way you can make sure, okay, did I cover everything mm-hmm. I want to cover? I used to do that with Don because I would get so into my own brain that I'd lose my train of thought and what I was trying uh-huh. to say to him. Was I'd have bullet points of, because if not, he's like, you're not making sense to me what you're saying. Because I would start with one thing, I'd start rambling, trying to get all my points in and I couldn't remember half of them. So I'd start, okay, I wanted to say this, I wanted to say that. And I'd start making mm-hmm. bullet points for it, you know. Mm-hmm. No, that that has happened to me a couple times before when I've tried to have mm-hmm. um, serious conversations or emotionally because he is emotionally so... charged conversations yes. either with Don or with Gabe. Because, because I'll start and then emotion takes over and then and not not negative emotion, just emotions. Because we yeah. are females and we have emotions, and everyone has emotions. Well, yes. But and it's one of those. But ours can be a little more um, charged depending on where we are in our cycles in life. So can the men. Well, that's true. I'm too. sorry, you men have have manopause. Okay, I'm just yes. saying that right now. And, and because I can always tell, by the way, when Don needs his uh, test shot. Mm-hmm. I can always tell because he gets starts getting a little bit moody. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I I started correlating it a couple months ago, and I was like, uh, "Hey, babe, when's your shot?" Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that here in a little bit. Why? I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> like, just just. But it is it's just making sure that you are are um, finding out where all your emotions are coming from, 
mm-hmm. where identifying them honestly, yes, and openly, yes. because if if you're feeling an insecurity, okay, so honestly, you might have your wife listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like this particular one, or or really have her start from the beginning on both this one and King of Fremont. Yeah, so she can see. All of it. That uh, oh, this is kind of normal, and mm-hmm. you know, and if she wants to reach out, mm-hmm. you know, have her reach out to sin, you know, because again, like Gabe and I haven't gone to gotten to a point where either one of us have felt the need to kind of take a break per se, mm-hmm. but you know, she can still you know reach out and you know at least get some perspective from you as after having actually stepped back from. Right. You know, the lifestyle for a while and then coming back into it. Right. And things like that. So, you know, it's it, it's a difficult conversation that you have to have. And, and it's something you definitely need to have. Yeah. This is not something that you can just kind of sweep under the rug and just hope it will resolve itself because it won't. Okay. Anytime you sweep stuff under the rug, the bump just gets bigger and bigger and bigger right. until you trip over it and all the shit comes spewing out anyway. So... You need to sit down. You need to have the conversation. And, you know, it's just tell her, look, I I want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing, you know, that, that you're being, you're honoring how you feel, but you're also, you know, honoring and respecting where she's coming from, too. Exactly. And, you know, you can tell her, look, like, I don't want to make you feel pressured. Period. Well, exactly. And you can tell her, look, I don't want to be, you know, like, I don't want to make you feel like you have to do this. I don't want to try and, you know, pressure you in any way. I'm, I just want to find a compromise that we could come to, you know. So, again, look at your play styles. If mm-hmm. you've only been playing, you know, full swap, same room. Okay. Talk about could you know could we do solo play that kind of thing i mean you and dawn you guys didn't start out that way or you guys started out that way you guys didn't start out with like full swap and then moving into solo play right we started off solo and tried to do full swap but that didn't work yeah well exhibitionist yes but i mean you know if you have questions on that i mean gabe and i started out again Mm -hmm. full swap same room we've now transitioned solo play and if you have more questions reach out to us yeah I mean, just legit hit us up and say, hey, I I don't want to wait till your next episode. Can you talk to me now? We will definitely do that. Exactly. You know, if you want to have your wife reach out directly to us again, Mm -hmm. reach out. Let us know. I mean, we are more than willing to sit down and talk, you know, and try and help help you guys try and find a good middle ground, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, find find some sort of compromise. Right. So with that, um, you can find us on Full Stop Radio. Yes, we're on, on all Thursdays. platforms. Yep, we're on on Thursday, uh, three and nine. Can you remind us on on Fridays? I don't know the time frames. I don't know about Friday. I don't know, remember the time <clears> frame. <throat> Dawn remembers the the ones for Friday. I just recently have been getting better at remembering the times for us. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it works. Yes, <laughs> uh, but you can download our app on the App Store for iPhone and the Google mm-hmm. Play Store for Android. You can also hit us up on TikTok. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Mm -hmm. all the places, all the places, all the things. Yes. And as always, you can always email us anytime. Exactly. Sinfulladies at Mm gmail.com. So as always, guys, stay sinful.